we're back, and we we uh, goofed up. <laughs> uh, turns out that last year, if we bothered to check, Smash Brothers Ultimate was in the contention for most fun, and it was a runner-up. So uh, we need to pick a different runner-up. Whoopsie. Look, in fairness, Tetris. none of us checked nominees before we started recording. <laughs> I thought I did. And in fairness, uh, in fairness, uh, Smash was one of the rare games that came out right at the tail end of our considerations. Yeah. Tetris is pretty fun. You know, it's a pretty good game. Sure. Why don't you go for that? Tetris uh, I won a game, and that was... Winning a game of Tetris 99 was maybe the highlight of my year, personally and professionally, so... I still haven't won one. It is brutal. It's so hard. Tetris 99 is a fantastic heart attack. <laughs> I tried to explain to my partner why I keep playing it, even though it's so stressful, <laughs> and... No. I couldn't... I couldn't articulate it. Yeah. All right. So, Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's... Uh, oh, God, we're doing this. All right. It's the real deal. About fucking time. It's finally fucking time. Yeah, so uh, if you'll pop over to that 19 top nominees tab... Jesus. What? <laughs> what was that? What? Are you laughing at my pivot table? No. My intonation? No, I'm just saying what Jesus at the list, okay? Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Well, I feel like... We should probably just not consider anything that has zero votes. Yeah, we won't. So if you didn't vote for it, it's not getting considered. Sorry. Tough shit, Sankey uh, Zero. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Kiss my whole butt, the Surge 2. Um, <laughs> actually, that game sounds all right. Um, that wouldn't even have won my theoretical category for no, best Souls no, game this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, for those who are unacquainted, we do a top 10 games of the year list. Uh, it's ranked... Uh, we all decide on that order, and uh, yeah, that's about it. If it came out this year, it's valid. And if it came out after we recorded last year's Game of the Year stuff, it's also valid. So mid to late December stuff would be in contention. Okay. And compared to the past, we uh, are I didn't open vote to for... allowing remakes. Um, that, that has changed, it seems, over the years. Yeah, we've relaxed on that a bit. Yeah. I think it's more like, if we played it this year, like, Dragon Quest XI is going to come up here. Because yeah. that version was released this year. Yeah. You played it this year. Mm-hmm. Didn't play the original version last year. Red Dead Redemption 2 will not be considered this year because the version that came out was the PC version, which is the identical to the console ones. And I am the one who screwed up by yes. hating it last year and then loving it this year. Yes. So it's fine. Like, and you will forever mm-hmm. have that black mark upon your soul. Yeah, the game is really interesting. Thank you. Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> Hoisted. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if anyone has like a last, last minute vote to get it in, do it right now. But I'm going to go right, read on the list now. The nominees for Game of the Year 2019 are, uh, and this is ordered by number of votes descending. So, the most votes, Untitled Goose Game, Tetris 99, Kind Words, uh, Lo-Fi Chill Beats to Write To, Dragon Quest XI S Definitive Edition, Apex Legends, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Resident Evil 2's Remake, Neocab, Death Stranding, Control, A Short Hike, What the Golf, Void Bastards, SteamWorld Quest, Hand of Gilgamech, nice good name, yeah. Spin Rhythm XD, Slay the Spire, Snecky Row, Shadows Die Twice, God damn it. <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes, Pokemon Sword Shield, Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds, uh, Mutazione, uh, Metro Exodus, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, uh, Later Alligator, Kingdom Hearts 3, 
Kentucky Route Zero. Uh, I guess that doesn't actually. We'll talk about that in a sec. Hypnospace Outlaw. Guacamelee 2. Kentucky Route Zero is not valid. Uh, Golf Peaks. They were supposed to put it out this year and they didn't. Yep. It's not. It's no longer a game of the decade either. I know. <laughs> it's a game of the decades now. Uh, Gears 5. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Eliza. Dicey Dungeons. Devil May Cry 5. Creature in the Well. Cadence of Hyrule. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Baba is You. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, The Fate of Atlantis. Does this count? No, it's DLC. Okay. Yeah. It was on the list, so whoever put it on the list. Okay. Anyway. AI Dungeon and After Party. Okay. All right, well, let's nix the uh, ones that actually don't qualify. Okay. So, here, I'm going to do some uh, kung fu over here. So, yeah, Kentucky Route Zero has been estimated to release its fifth episode this year. Uh, as Cardboard Computer keeps saying for many years now that they're going to finish it up at some point, but mm-hmm. it has yet to release. If for some reason it releases in the next 23 days, 24 days, uh, that would be surprising. Mm-hmm. But it's not in contention now because we try to only not um, debate episodic games that have finished their episodes within that year. Yeah. So Did any episode come out this year? No. no. Then there or you go. Year. It was uh, when it was on the list. It was it was expected that it might come out this year. That was the original rumblings, but obviously that has not come to pass. So. I think that was the date announced in a Nintendo Direct or something when they announced the uh, yeah right that version. All right, so we can probably assume that everything with at least two votes has a strong chance of making the list. I think that's a fair assumption to start with. Though, of course, with one votes right now, we have things like Outer Wilds, which I imagine Nick won't give up so easily. Yeah. Um, and others. And also we have, you know... Eliza, things like that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure that, you know... I'm not sure Kind Words is going to make the top ten. Yeah, I, I'm... If I voted for that, I'm surprised I voted for that. <laughs> well, let's, so. let's look at the list as it is. So... Right now, yeah. there is Untitled Goose Game, Tetris 99, Kind Words, Dragon Quest, Apex Legends, What the Golf, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Resident Evil 2, Neo Cab, Death Stranding, Control, Short Hike. And that, These are games with two or more votes. Yes, that is more than 10, it looks like. It's 12. So, yeah. what here do we feel does not belong? Uh, I don't think Apex Legends belongs. Oh, interesting. God, You've reversed you. on that, I think, since earlier discussions. I think Spencer I and I would disagree no. with that. I mean, I know it's, it's not going off the list. I'm just saying. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually in favor of keeping it on the list, but it would be an extremely low spot, if any, for me. Well, let me think about but it. We'll, we'll get to that. Actually, I think I would take... Well, I don't know. I feel like... Um, I, well, I guess I don't want to get into the details until we have to argue it, so... I mean, having 12 there to work from is fine. I mm-hmm. think we're going to have more contention than trying to go after the one votes, right? Shouldn't we start from those bottom? I think we can probably kill some of those off. But if there is anything in this top 12 or whatever that... Uh, sorry, not top 12, but these ones that we listed. If anyone sees anything they think should absolutely be gone, list it now. And then we can move on. Um, Nick, it sounded like with Neocab, you didn't think it stuck the landing. I don't think it did. I think it's a, a very much an interesting game of this era. But unless anyone's going to back me up on like... Or thinks it's it really yeah. worked, then I don't know. I'm assuming my vote 
if I was the one that backed that was the initial like the demo I played. So I didn't yeah. finish the game and I can't really weigh in on it responsibly. I don't I, I looked at the other endings and I just don't think it really quite comes together like the way I'd like. Like Eliza is much more successful at taking on, for example, the gig economy mm-hmm. and the rise of tech and uh, the loss of privacy and all that stuff. Okay. So I would take I think we can probably cut Neocab. Um, so there are two golf games that came out this year. Wait, what's the other one? Golf Peaks? Is that fucking Twin Peaks? No, Golf yeah. Peaks is a puzzle game. But about golf? Vaguely. What's with this golf fixation? <laughs> I think we're still looking at the, um, the, the ones with two or more votes. Okay. All right. Last throws of boomerism making a comeback. <laughs> mm. uh, I don't see anything else on the, t- on the two or more votes that I think should go for sure i think i think i spoke too flippantly about apex uh i had a great time playing that um so i take that back it certainly was a game that came out this year who else voted to uh eliminate kind words i did okay i don't i don't know like i don't know if kind words is a game that's that's the thing is like what i was trying to avoid was I felt like we had a strong number here, and we can we can um, write down who is in probably contention. But I don't want to. I think I guess I didn't want to dwell too much on the top twelve now before we have to really make some hard cuts. I figured we should make the easier cuts first, right? Yeah, that might be a good point. Are y'all okay with going through the ones? There's a lot of ones. I know, but we got to go through them. Yeah, get there at some point. Uh, okay. It seems like it's easier to snipe off the people that might have just a vote for something, hear well, an argument. Maybe maybe we, maybe we do it this way. Instead of going one by one through these ones, is there anything that people really want to see jumped up into this list along with the ones with multiple votes? Okay. So go choose your jar, your choose your darlings, and we'll throw them into de- into the the hellscape that is this Thunderdome. Okay. We do love um, that Thunderdome. Where are we putting it? Oh, I, I think I'm just keeping it in my head. Okay. Are, we, are we moving them up to this list here? I would assume it'd be a most efficient way. Okay. I'm just going to put an X. I don't, we'll figure it out. This is great podcast content. I know, this is it's awesome. So, it's so great. You can hear the sweat beads. Whoever is listening this deep in doesn't mind, let's be honest. You should do them a favor and cut out some of the gargling noises I've made, though. <laughs> Alright, so we're moving we're moving Neocab, like, off the list, we're right? Over there. Sure. Okay. Um... Oh, I see you're voting on the side there. You got it. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Google Docs is happening. Yeah, this is great. We're docking. Great radio. Um, That's why I said we should have a discussion about the ones. But... Okay. Well, so wait, are the X's stuff that we're nominating to be moved up? To talk about. Okay. Yeah. That was just what I was doing. Oh, now, lack of direction, I was just taking initiative. Spencer, did you play Hypnospace Outlaw? I did. I, I wish I played that. Should we talk about that? We should talk about that. Cool. <laughs> we should put an X next to it. 
It's like one of the handful of things that I actually played this year. Hey Nick, I you might want to put an X next to AI Dungeon. Outlaw, I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm space on here. Dur, 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 dur. I'm good at reading. I, I put it next for you. You're fine. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, so now if we black out, has everyone had a chance to go through everything? Um, let me make sure. Nobody's sticking up for Ring Fit. I um, it's fine. I did. Play. I want to get it, but me not too. enough to buy it at full retail. It's it's making exercise more of a game and thereby, in theory, more enjoyable. But it's not a fun game. <laughs> like, mm. You're doing yeah. it for an end benefit. Tyler, you're not gonna that. not gonna stump for after party. Um, my be- favorite part of after party was that moment, like the stuff we'll leading up to it. It was pretty like okay. bog standard adventure game. Like it's very right. similar to their previous game. Okay, I'm, free. I feel like I'm blind and unable to read. Uh, where is Outer Worlds on here? Oh, I. I was the only one that nominated it, so I blocked it out. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I, I want to discuss that one, too. Sorry. Don't... Let's let's not put the black on all of this, because that just makes it too hard to fucking track. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was just blacking yeah, yeah. out the ones no, don't do that, that had one vote from me. We'll just go with the ones that don't have it yet. Okay, there we go. Cool. That helps. So... Um, all right. So, I'm just going to start reading the ones that have no votes and start uh, crossing them off. Uh, Steamroll Quest, got no votes. Slay the Spire, got no votes. And if you have any, like, parting thoughts you want to share, feel free. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep reading. Y'all should play Steamroll. It's good. Yeah, while we're playing that Academy, uh, the theme they play at the Academy Awards when people have died over the year. (laughs) It's at piano music as Nick is crossing them out. Yeah, Remnant from the Ashes. Oh, here come the violins. Metro Exodus. Link's Awakening. All right, goodbye. Yeah. Later Alligator. It's cute. You should all play it. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a mess. <laughs> it is for a specific audience, but it serves that specific yeah. audience extremely well. <laughs> it does. They want a mess, they got a mess. The weeaboos. Kentucky uh, Route Zero is not eligible because they still haven't shipped that last episode. Uh, Guacamelee 2. I, bought I feel it's like it. tragic that nobody seemed to have given a shit about that. Yeah. But it's not, I don't care. It's a, I mean, Drinkbox made a bunch of great games, and then for some reason I never played this one. It's a very good Metroidvania. It's better than Guacamelia 1. Mm. I think it's worth it's playing. More the same. Cool. Okay. I plan to. Golf Peaks is gone. Gears 5 is gone. It's a good one of those. Devil, Devil May Cry 5 looks sick as hell, but it's gone. Creature in the Well is gone. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. God, that game stank. Just it's too inconsistent. Gone. It had some it, interesting it, ideas. I've I've been watching yeah. Giant Bomb play through it, and it's, it's interesting, but it's just not well done enough. It definitely got more fun the deeper in you got. Yeah, I would say that's true. It, it sounds like it's uh, fun to break, but it's less fun to actually get through, or less interesting to get through. All right, and then After Party is gone, but you should probably play it. I played through uh, Oxenfree this year, their other game, and that game is great. So, uh, cool. So now. We're down to, uh, here, I'm going to 
really quickly. I'm going to move the ones over oh. here that are still in contention. Go for it. Oh, we cut Neo uh, Cab. Well, I'm moving up there for a second, and then we'll cut it out. We'll we'll keep it e easier to track this way. Let's let's just do this way. Just yeah, give me a sec while I do this, and then we can finish cleaning up. You have a long list. Yeah. Ugh. All right, so those are over there. Uh, actually, one sec. Okay, those are over there. Let's go ahead and cross out Neo Cab, and now we're down to <laughs> uh, like 25 games. Uh, we'll get through this. We're gonna make it. We'll um, be okay. That list is Untitled Goose Game, Tetris, Kind of Words, Dragon Quest, Apex, What the Golf, Sayonara, Resident Evil, Death Stranding, Control, A Short Hike, Void Bastard, Spin Rhythm, Sekiro, Ring Fit, Pokemon, Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds, Mutazion, Hypnospace Outlaw, Fire Emblem, Eliza, Dicey Dungeons, Cadence of Hyrule, Baba is You, and AI Dungeon. Who is screaming internally at one of those names listed and says, no, it shouldn't be on the list? Mm, I, I don't think I'm you. screaming this year. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. What? Yeah. I thought, I mean, I other thought than, the Pokemon Other than Dragon Quest, out. but it's more of a confused yelling. Um, Some of these I don't see yeah. making it, but I did want to make my peace with it. Sure. <laughs> start it this off. This is the time to grieve. So yeah, to start burying. The them. one that stands out to me the most is Fire Emblem. And it's one of the best, uh, most enjoyable Fire Emblems I've played. And there's so much mm. going on there because there's three possible routes. There's just one thing especially that bothers me tonally. And this might just be because I'm a teacher by profession. This is a grooming simulator. There is... Jesus. You are a teacher at the school. And they make a point like, you're a young teacher. It's like, sure, fine, whatever. They're still your underage students. And then there's a time skip, and you have the option to romance them. Or at least Yikes. some of them. Now, was this game made in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> you already know the yeah. answer to that. <laughs> this game also has the same tropes of Fire Emblem's had of, like, you know, 10-year-old girls who are actually, like, 800-year-old dragons. Yeah. And it's like, really? <laughs> They, Can you just put some clothes on them? Like they haven't had anything like that 40 bad. Forty-year-olds, yeah. No, there's nothing that bad. But the very premise that you can romance the first girl you talk to is one of them. Yeah, you're like inside your mind, whatever yeah. she is. I, I but you don't romance her, do you? No, you don't romance her. But still, she's, like, you know, she's it's she fine. has to be a child with an adult. The grooming part is much more egregious and much more a, a core component of the game. So, like, it was something I was a little bit uncomfortable with in regards to Persona Five. Because you were playing mm -hmm. as a student and you could uh, romance some older adults. But it fit much more into the themes of that game. Because it was all about like how adults have failed the younger generation. Mm -hmm. And how adults don't have their shit together nearly as much as uh, young people uh, want to assume. Or like society wants us to assume. So it fit more tonally in that story. Whereas in Fire Emblem, it was just, we have to have romance options how are we going to fit this in the story that we're telling? And I just think they did yeah. it in a really tactless way that really put me off of the game, or at least constantly made me mentally check out of the game, even though I did like the actual like tactics and I enjoy the characters and I enjoy the story. That aspect just made me so uncomfortable that it makes it a very hard game for me to endorse for game of the year. That's fair. 
So we good? Yeah. I'll, I mean, I tried playing it a few times. And I just couldn't get into it. And as a fan of Awakening, I was surprised by that. So, uh, As someone who played uh, Echoes this year, I like the games that don't rely on the weapon triangle. I think that is kind of a odd crutch that the series came to lean on. So I, I, mm. I like the games that don't depend on it as much. So I found the tactics here to be better than Awakening. Mm-hmm. But All right. I'm also playing uh, Mutant Year Zero right now, and that's another tactics game that has some original things to do and doesn't make me uncomfortable. <laughs> mm. That's good. So we'll, we'll cut Fire Emblem from the top ten uh, contention. Uh, does anyone else have anything they'd like to cut? Spencer, I'm, sh- I'm surprised mm. that you uh, endorsed Outer Worlds. I... I've been loving it. I haven't had the time to sit down and finish it. Um, but just in terms of what it represents to, um, I don't know for fallout to not be under the yoke of, uh, of Bethesda is kind of what it feels like. Yeah. But Um, for what that game does and what it offers, it doesn't succeed nearly as well as the games that it takes inspiration from. Like, I I think, I, I think there's a, a bigger discussion to, to have. As part of that, um, well, let's have it then. Because <laughs> I finished. The I'm, game. Ju- I'm just looking at if there's anything that I had on here that I'd advocate for cutting. Um, this, which this Pokemon? I hang? mean, Ring Ring Fit is Ring Fit is very much a Nintendo Land spot on here. Um, not in terms of regretting it after the fact, but in terms of it's not going any higher than number ten at the highest. Um, I think we have a yeah. lot of games in that spot this year, though. Yeah, yeah, we kind of mm-hmm. do. We kind of bottom heavy. Yep, it's a very bottom heavy list. Um, I mean, if I was making the choice, I would put Pokemon above Ring Fit for even a ten slot. But I don't know. Yeah, it's like on the one hand, don't get me wrong. Been enjoying this new Pokemon. I would advocate for Ring Fit over Pokemon. At least Ring Fit's trying but to I would But ad- I would advocate for Ring Fit over Pokemon. That's because just everybody, of... this is not denigrating anyone, but we care more about when something is new and different than it, it feels like than something that does, uh, takes a new spin on, especially Pokemon. That has been a point of contention over the years for us. Like X and Y made it years ago because yeah. it seemed to be different. And I'm not saying that Sword and Shield are at the level of difference to the franchise as X and Y were. But just because Ring Fit is not uh, is new, I don't think it's a better game than Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like okay. the Pokemon formula is still strong, even if you're bored with it, right? Like it's it's sold how many fucking million copies over the years, and is still a valid franchise. I'm not saying it's bad by any well, stretch of the imagination. Just, like I don't want to say Ring Fit is a better game just because it's not Pokemon. That's fair. I, I just I just think that what Ring Fit is doing is very fresh. It, I I think it's doing something that um that other attempts at fitness games have never really nailed, where they're either too much fitness or too much game. Sure. All right. So So that's that's where I come from on that uh on that stand. Spencer, I I think you changed the subject to get away from Outer Worlds, but you and I are the only ones that have played that. I I guess we can cut I, I don't know. It, it seems but I don't want to do the second world. So I can't. Remember. I all right. I, I haven't. Sorry. I haven't spent enough time with it. Like, I think it's f- fabulous. I think I. Hmm. I mean, I. I think I really enjoy what that game's doing. Um. 
Yeah, I, I think I, we have I don't know. the hot meme and cold opinions here. Where like I feel I enjoyed Outer that, Worlds and I finished Outer Worlds because I enjoyed it, but I don't think that it does what it's trying to do better than New Vegas did, and I don't think that it takes inspiration uh, from Mass Effect as well as it could have. Like I think it mm-hmm. is a compromised version of what it could be, and maybe under Microsoft's budget, uh, Obsidian has a much stronger chance of delivering a sequel with that achieves that results in the way that Mass Effect 2 improved on Mass Effect 1. Yeah, so that, comparatively, even though it sounds like all of us enjoyed it, Tyler is of the colder opinion, I'm probably a little more favorable. I liked it enough. So much I just it. don't see it as a game of the year. And, yeah, and Spencer is a bit more interested in that. Yeah, but. it sounds like Spencer doesn't want to see it out of contention just yet. Okay. I, I don't. I'm probably, I'm probably going to be willing to... Let is there anything else over. we can cut right away? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we can cut spin rhythm. Uh, it's it's the freshest take on rhythm games I've seen in a very long time. It came out of nowhere. It somehow makes mouse control feel awesome, like you're actually like spinning discs and doing all this cool shit. Uh, the music's great. It's really good. It's it's also very much incomplete. It's early access. There's like 18 songs in there right now. There's going to be 50 in the final version. So. I think I might that might be a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah, let's let's hold on that for now, especially if it's early access still. Yeah, if you like rhythm games, though, this is it's worth picking up now. Um, you know, I'm I think it's fair to say from what's left that um, Sekiro is probably an honorable mention for me. I don't think anybody else in the group is really gonna. Well, do you think it's? If you think it's good and think it's worth top 10, then we can keep fighting, because I think there's a couple other things we can look at here well, and, and cut. I, I mean, I do, but I just... I think that I can't have the level of conversation about it that the people who have played all the Souls or most of the Souls games here or have strong feelings about Bloodborne or like more nuanced than I do. Because, again, it's a series I don't usually give a shit about. Yeah. But Sekiro mattered to me and struck me like uh, they rarely do. But I can't say, like, I can't convince, well, here's why mechanically or or tonally or whatever it's more interesting than these other Souls games. It just, I, I, it did what I wanted it to, and I got out of it that kind of old Tenchu feeling, and mm-hmm. even Onimusha vibes. Tonally, I love it. It's just, so, I don't, maybe I'll be a cheat and blame this on the fact that I'm playing it on base model PS4, and the game has known framer issues on um, base level mm-hmm. consoles. Maybe I can revisit it someday if I get like a PS5 or a Scarlet Xbox or whatever they end up calling it, and I can play it the way it's meant to be played. I I don't know if it's the frame rate. Maybe I'm just fucking trash at the game. But I think I'm just fucking trash at it because like I, I this is the year I also finally finished Bloodborne, and so my reflexes are pretty good for these kind of games now. Hmm. I had to you know work on that for Bloodborne, and, and so parrying and blocking is way different. I yeah. think than the other games, so it's if you're. But I feel like Dark Souls and Bloodborne style. gave you an opportunity to cheese, in a way that Sekiro does not. And I don't think cheesing is a good mechanic, but at least it helped me get through the hard parts I didn't like. Yeah, true. And with Sekiro, I, I just didn't feel like I understood the mechanics well enough. Like I didn't understand how stamina worked. I didn't understand like when I was supposed to parry versus dodge, and like I could never memorize, you know, reading you know the, the unblockable attacks. And there's three different ways to dodge them. 
spent 10 hours of the game could never figure out what I was supposed to do for them. Also, like, yeah, this I was is too, too, because I love the training dummy that was mm-hmm. in here compared to other games that you just ha- have to learn by doing. Yeah, that was helpful. And having training dummy, having that guy that you can kill who's immortal, mm-hmm. um, to practice all those moves, that's what helped me. I felt okay. like other games that don't do, that don't offer that, like even Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. which isn't on this list, but <laughs> yeah, you, you are just um, kind of fumbling through the entire game to figure out blocking and parrying and all that. Mm-hmm. Like more of these games that, that are hardcore mechanically driven should offer, here's a tutorial dummy, here's all the moves you can practice, like yeah. letting you go and do that. I think that's how I got better at Sekiro is I had to unlearn Souls elements. I had to spend time at this training dummy, which sounds silly, but... They know what they're doing in this game. They were intentionally yeah. like what they did with Bloodborne to shift and flip your expectations on how to play that game. Also, and I think what I want to say too, why, why I think it should still be considered is like every one of these games, there's been like a 10 hour mountain of pain and then I finally get over it and it's like, okay, now it's clicking. Now I finally know how to like, I, now I finally feel capable. Yeah, it's kind of how Outer Wilds sounds like for you too. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I would say it's the same thing there. Sekiro did something, I had a very specific trope that drove me insane too, which is the bosses that you kill and you think are dead, and then, oh, psych! Nope, gonna come waste your ass again. Like, oh, fucking hell. (laughs) I don't know. I think think we probably look for a couple more low-hanging fruit and then decide. What is AI Uh, Dungeon? Speaking of low-hanging fruit... Oh, come on. I don't know, literally, what is it? I, I don't know what it is. He posted about it so, the other day. Yeah, AI Dungeon is a literal AI that you run on a computer that tell, lets you play any oh, RPG no, right you now. want. Uh, yeah, you can if you want. It takes like 10 minutes to load, though. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's a pain. Okay. But uh, when you're playing it, it's it's kind of like a, the big zeitgeisty thing this week, and it's really incredible. It like I You can kind of make up whatever story you want, and it's smart enough to like introduce plot wrinkles and... You, you can write whatever verb you want. Like, I, I decided to set, like, light my arm on fire and wave it at people. And the game was like, okay, your arm is on fire. You're in a lot of pain. People are looking at you. And it's, it's all text-based. What it is, it's not that this is, like, the best game of the year. What it is is, like, <laughs> this, what it's, it's like this is a window into a future that is unlike anything we've ever seen before. And it's finally playable in a, in a small way. And uh, the possibilities there. It's like lucid dreaming inside of a robot. It's really strange. Uh, but it's incredible. You all need to at least check it out. I don't know if it's a top ten game. Yeah, I, it's on my honorable mentions for sure. Yep, strange and interesting, and and you know has something to say in the past, like with uh, you are Jeff Bezos stuff like that. Like may not necessarily therefore Imagine get like it up there. Ten years from now, what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, this procedurally oh, yeah. generated AI story that you can interact with. Like this is going to be huge. I guarantee you, procedural generated content and stories will be in like major games in 10 years yeah. assuming there's still like a marketplace and an environment in which games are sold today it's janky but tomorrow we'll probably be talking about this someday yeah i'm gonna move it off because it sounds like nobody's gonna go further for the top 10 but it's it was a real eye-opening moment for me and oh, scary as our best ai game no category we forgot to nominate goose game got that Ugh. um uh, Eliza, I think, is a top 10 game, so I'm not going to talk about that right now. Yep. I, I'm curious to hear then from Tyler with Void Bastards, because I yeah. played that for about seven hours. I, of course, you know, didn't do everything I had to do, but I got a really good sense of that procedurally generated um, roguelike FPS sort of. 
And I liked it stylistically. It was kind of interesting, but I didn't really enjoy it that much to keep with it. So I'm curious why you think it should still be on here. It just hit that same itch that the roguelikes that I respond to the most do, which is you just hit a certain rhythm, a certain flow, and you just keep going. And then you reach the end and you're like, oh, okay. I had that super satisfying run where things either just went my way or I just know the systems well enough to how to compensate for the drawbacks that hit me along the way. I just thought it was very well put together. Uh, I Like you, I enjoyed the art style. It's kind of like an HD-ified uh, throwback to those old isometric uh, first-person shooters where all your enemies uh, kind of look like floating uh, cardboard cutouts. Uh I thought it was pretty clever in its uh, writing. Some of the, like the cartoony kind of like comic strip uh, cutscenes. Uh, yeah, it, the capitalist robot AI thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was a very well made, mechanically uh, driven game uh, from some like I think it was ex Bioshock people. Hmm. Did it kind of give you that Dead Cells feeling on like doing uh, successive runs? Like, where you know, like, this run's going to be good. So... You seem to be able to survive more in your own... Well, I guess I was about to say skills. I don't think it's as good as Dead Cells, and I don't think that it's as reliant on your starting loadout as Dead Cells. Like, once you understand, like, uh, resource use better... I think any run in Void Bastards becomes a bit more viable. And once you have an understanding of, like... Because you can preview the ships before you board them, so you have a decent idea of what's waiting for you on there. So you have an idea of, like, okay, I should avoid this route because this enemy's present, or I should definitely go this route because this resource is rich over here and I need this. So it's a lot mm-hmm. more planning-focused than Dead Cells, whereas Dead Cells, because so twitchy, it's a lot... There is a bit more luck. But since Dead Cells is okay. faster, you don't always feel so punished by death. I, I gotta say, as someone who didn't play it, I always I, I looked at videos and I just the art style looked like it was kind of grating and kind of harsh. Did you feel like that was true, or did it like kind of work for you? It fits okay. with the aesthetic they're going for. Okay, you you don't really notice it. It becomes okay. uh, more varied uh, the deeper you go too, because you get to see more environmental types, you get to see more enemy types. And okay. the style of the enemies, like it's kind of similar to uh, TF2 because you can have uh, effects that affect the lighting and affect uh, your visibility. So it becomes very important that you can tell what's around you based on silhouettes. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Do you feel like it's a top 10? It's certainly in my top 10. Okay. I, I probably don't think I could clear the top five with it. Uh, Aaron, why do you think uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is one of the greatest Pokemon games of all time? Um, I think it comes down to just the cold, hard quality of life improvements that they've made this generation, honestly. Um, because when you look at the grand scheme, to me at least, when you look at the grand scheme of Pokemon games, you end up seeing the same mechanics largely um yes each generation you have you know mega evolutions or you have what you know pick take your pick 
there are those um, rubs in the mechanics uh, that they add each generation, especially lately. But overall, you still have your catching, your gym battling, your becoming the Pokemon master, blah, blah, blah. Like, all that stays the same. It's reliable. Um, but in this game, with the automatic XP sharing, um, the way that it feels like you can pick any Pokemon team and still um, succeed, and you actually feel like you're empowered to pick whatever ones you want rather than what are the best ones for these gyms that you have to have. Like, you still have to have the right type matches and things like that and all those rock, paper, scissor things. Um the overall pacing is way more brisk and feels more uh, respective of your time. Um, it doesn't feel like it's overly long. It just, to me, feels like it is one of the more streamlined Pokemon adventures, um, if not the most streamlined. It uh, respects your time. You can pick it up, put it down more so. Um, the new characters are great. The new region is great, I think. And I just started the post game, so I'm not really sure about that. Um, the wild area is an interesting kind of safari zone on steroids. Um, I think it's just an overall strong entry in the franchise. Uh, and I'm trying to unburden that from the nostalgia aspects of like, wow, I, I love Pokemon Yellow, or man, I remember when Sapphire came out. And, that was and so yet they fun. still give you a Charmander. At the end of the game, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> because then that's the Spoilers. one that you more. Yeah. That was my starter. Yeah. Well, Bulbas are all the way, but... Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's one of the best games I've played this year. That's why it's still on my personal list. Okay. But, you know, I... I Spencer, you played it too, it. didn't you? It's Pokemon. It's, it's fucking Pokemon. Pokemon? Uh, uh, I've started it. Cool. Okay. It's cool. good. Cool. <laughs> I, I don't know that I need to like recognize Pokemon every single year. Like, <laughs> no, I just I this is where I struggle too because like as somebody who's like very hot cold on the franchise, like I'm trying to interrogate myself. Like, am I just wanting them to do something different, and is that okay? And like, I think for me, like the mm-hmm. the core gameplay just doesn't work for me. I don't care about trading with friends anymore. I don't care about getting all the badges the stories are you know either okay to insufferable yeah. this one sounds okay and like i just i really struggle to find a whole lot to hold my attention and like when i'm looking at like dragon quest style rpgs this year i played one that i really like and then there which is a dragon quest game and then there's like I, i've watched a lot of pokemon probably watched like three hours of it now and i i don't know that it's gonna quite tick all the boxes i want but also like i will say that game's attention to detail looks so fun and so inspired like all the indoor environments and like interactables and character and models and animations and the new pokemon i really like all those designs a lot yeah it's obviously to me it's a um deep deeply seated sort of wish fulfillment where it is the closest to that like ideal we had probably when we were all 12 and 13 of like i want a 3d pokemon with like a fucking open world with online mmo stuff yeah yeah so it's the closest to that without being a complete piece of shit like whatever uh pokemon what is it coliseum xd and like all these all these gale of darkness yeah (laughs) 
but it's still Pokemon. Like that's the thing. It's the biggest um, problem that series has is its Pokemon is never going to change. Yeah. It's never going to change enough to satisfy those of us who, understandably, like the the uh, model just doesn't it doesn't work for them anymore. Mm-hmm. So for me, if it was on the list, it'd be a ten anyway. So if it needs to be dropped in favor of everything else, that's fine. Um, okay. But I still think it's a great game. It's very strong. It's still Nintendo. It's still polished. Mm-hmm. It does a lot of things right, but you know, it's not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, is anyone going to fight for Cadence of Hyrule? Because I, I will. Did anyone else like it? No, I, I've talked about that. I just, it was so frustrating. I tried. Mm-hmm. I tried so many times. I think it's Man. better than Crypt of the Necro Dancer. I agree with that. I had a great like six hours of it, just breezed right through it. I never do that with games anymore. But the music was so good, and I thought the twists on the adopting like Link to the Past mechanics into a rhythm game was just. I thought they did a really inspired job with that, and thinking about like how bombs and arrows and stuff would correspond to like you know a beat advancing was mechanically to me really interesting. Yeah. Uh, so those things all combine. Also, the puns with the boss names, like the uh, bass guitar most nights. Oh man, <laughs> I lost my shit. Anyway, I don't know if it's gonna hang, but uh, I will. I will remove it from the top ten if we if it speeds things up. Well, we need to speed things up. So we... Yeah. Yeah, we desperately need to speed. Things I would up. put it above a lot of the stuff. Like I would put it above control for me. I'd put it above uh, Sekiro. Well, when you make your own top ten list, you can do that. Uh, this is my own top ten list. <laughs> it's our top ten list. Exactly. So Keyword, watch. our. I know, but like we all get a vote. Yeah. One. Um, you know, I just, I don't know how much fight I have in me. So for things I'd rather, like, there's no, at this point, there's no question that Goose Game will play somewhere. Right? Yeah, that's a lock, right? Um, Apex will probably place somewhere unless the people who have had the most votes for it at this point three decide to drop off the the top games that are on here unless we really do come back to kind words and try to um revisit the fact that it got three votes it sounded like initially maybe nick was interested in those games are going to, are going to be on there so for things i'd rather fight for from what's left um I'd rather talk more about Sekiro, even over Mutazion or Pokemon. I mean, I, I do want to caution against um, assuming that the top games, with the most voted games, are going to place, because I don't know if Kind Words or Tetris 99 or What the Golf is really a top 10 game in my mind, any of those. But yeah, since they got more votes, there might be people that disagree with you on those points. Yeah, so we should talk about them. But I'm just saying, sure. like when I look at this, I don't think that the the most voted ones are in, in, in any way stable. So except for Untitled Goose Game. Of the single vote nominees, so far it looks like it's mostly Nick and Aaron. With uh, Spencer's got a couple, couple. So Spencer's you got drop Ring Fit. I didn't vote for Ring Fit, by the way. I think that was more Spencer. That was me. Yeah. But it's maybe a time. I, I can honor. I can honor roll for the sake of moving us along. I can honorable mention Ring Fit. I still think we should cut Pokemon, mm. but um, I think we should cut Pokemon. Yeah, I but I haven't tried it because I experienced that fatigue with Let's Go, and I grant. I understand that Sword and Shield is closer to the traditional Pokemon mechanics than Let's Go, but that idea no, extremely. Yeah. of revisiting that 
again, with like marginal uh, changes, most of which are going to be thrown by the wayside for whatever the next game is. I'm yeah. just kind of burnt out on it because I got invested in Sun and Moon. I got invested in X and Y. And I was a little bit bummed when uh, Sun and Moon didn't continue like the big new change, which was the Mega Evolutions. But I was like, okay, maybe Z Moves makes more sense from like a competitive standpoint. And then they have this new game and there's this new mechanic. I'm just like, you guys are just throwing shit at a wall to see what sticks. Like, you guys don't really seem to be knowing what you're doing. And now your whole def- that's not even well, that's that. it, it needs a gimmick. I mean, it needs a gimmick. That's how you get people in every year. Well, it also like, seems yeah. like each one is. That they know what fun. they're doing. I don't think it's that they're just. Aimless. They're trying to give something each one of them something unique is what it can sound like if you want to be taking a different tack to it. Yeah, I mean we could we could name a thousand games that every iteration they add some bullshit just to yeah. make things fresh. I don't think that's the problem. I think it's that overall Pokemon is still Pokemon after. 25 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so for me to consider it a top 10 games, it needs to be an exceptional Pokemon. Yep. Right. Okay. I think I think for like what I'm looking for personally, I just I think they need to throw out the battle system, which would unwind everything. But like I just don't think it's fun. That's what they did with Let's Go, but nobody liked that. They didn't throw out the battle system. I mean, largely for catching, right? I'm thinking of the trainer battles, though. Like, yeah, but for catching, that's that's different. Yeah, I actually like the catching mechanic. As much as I think the motion controls were stupid for that game specifically, like... Just being able to walk up and grab a Pokemon off the shelf was like, thank God. I don't have to get down <laughs> to twenty percent health and throw a shitload of balls at it and like it'll run away anyway. It's so much faster. Yeah. Um so I don't know. Yeah, we can drop it. Okay. Uh Again, that's just a matter of personal taste, but yep. Yeah. Somebody out there supporting Goose Game. New and exciting and different. I get it. There can't be anything (laughs) that is repetitive. I just need to feel something. Anyway, Apex Legends. (laughs) Fucking Battle Royale. Yeah. Deluxe. So it's Fortnite. (laughs) So the thing I the thing that gets stuck in my craw about Apex Legends, and this is a game I spent like twenty hours with and had a largely really good time with. Spent a lot of time. Is they took all the bad parts from Titanfall and none of the good parts. And I really just wish they made Titanfall the uh, Battle Royale. That's all. I would Titans like to see that too, but I still <laughs> enjoy Apex for what it is. I mean, Apex is still pretty fucking good. It uh, was the best Battle Royale I've played. I can't, I can't deny that. I'll agree with that. I think we had this conversation with Fortnite and PUBG before, though, too. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, It will be interesting, not that we're even going there, but for a Game of the Decade discussion, yeah. like Battle Royales in general and where these things place... But in the end, for me, it's still, this is the best one of those I've played, but I just still personally, I just don't, it's not fun. It's not yeah. fun for me. After 20 hours, like, yes, I know Tyler played a lot, won a lot, Spencer similarly, and there's been a longer tail for both of you, and you'll, I'm sure, chime in shortly, but it's just, it feels like to me, if in those first 20 hours, you don't feel that success, or you don't connect with the game on a success level, it just becomes like... I have to invest more time to get better at it to then feel that success. And like it quickly, there's that upper curve of excitement and interest. Yeah. It curves upward. And then if you aren't winning, you're like, well, what the fuck am I even doing? Why do I even care about this? And it's not yeah. cooperative in so many ways. Uh, like, I think just just to add one more thing to on this uh, before uh, is... Uh, one more thing on the hate parade. Okay. No, this is my... Well, you just told me how stupid fucking Pokemon is for like 10 minutes, so... You know. So so the thing with Apex is I, I think... And I, this is a critique I have of Fortnite and uh, PUBG as well. 
is that these games aren't designed to teach you how to be better. Like you don't get signals back when you lose around like, oh, you you screwed up in this way. Maybe you should have like tried to take cover here or use this kind of weapon in response to this or stay closer to your group. I'm not saying you need to explicitly do those things, but it's not designed in a way where you can really get a clear signal of how to improve. And that's like I think the difference for me with like a really tough game like Celeste, why I kept with going with that versus why I tend to fall off these multiplayer games. Okay, it's like, I don't know if I was trying to do the right thing. How does Overwatch do thing. that? Uh, it does a great job through play of the game, through the awards for like showing you like you know who you can upvote at the end of the match. And also the, by the the sheer nature of roles and right. class roles that they have. Like the Apex roles has roles Apex too. Are cosmetic, cosmetic mostly, I would say. Apex has characters, but not really. I guess they are kind of archetypes. I don't know. You're still picking up the same guns that you can, like you're picking up blue. Everyone can have yeah, the same Yeah, they all guns. play the same. But that's it's... that's why Apex appeals to me more than Overwatch, because I didn't like being hamstrung by the characters, because that meant that I either needed to double down the characters that I knew very well, or I didn't know enough about each of the characters. Whereas Yeah, it's a philosophical difference in what we want in shooters. Yeah. I, I totally get that. I want the games that make me feel more cooperative. And yeah. I do, I would say... So, and I like felt Spencer cooperative in Apex because the best games I had were the ones that I was actually communicating with my team. So so to be clear here, like, if I can't play a game with my friends, like a multiplayer game, I'm going to fall off of it immediately because I'm not going to get any of that feedback. I'm not, like, I fired up a, a round of um, Halo Reach uh, the other day. And, like, just recently, in point of fact, because I was like, okay, well, cool, game's out, I'm going to do it. Um, And that multiplayer was so disheartening so quickly. Yeah. Because I don't have anybody to play with. And so as a result, I was just kind of like, well, fuck, what am I doing here? You know? So, uh. I think that not having a positive, like, as, as weird as it sounds with a multiplayer game, it's so contextual that you can't just say, oh, well, I didn't, you know, I wasn't good at it and I didn't have anyone to play with, so we shouldn't consider it. I think I played Apex almost entirely with people I know. With you. That's and I still don't, I, I don't over. have a good impression of Both it after of all that. Yeah, I think it's it's saying that, I think we can all agree that any multiplayer game that you play with people is better for it. And then you oh, can yeah. look at all multiplayer games that you played with or without people, and the ones that you played with, you can weigh against each other in the optimal environment of having squad mates. Mm-hmm. I still think that overall, I've learned, even after playing the best Battle Royale I've ever played, and I'm not saying it shouldn't be a game of the year, I'm just yeah, not saying that either. it's not my game of the year or it's at the bottom or whatever. It's just that even in playing it with friends, with Nick, Spencer, and then Spencer, some of your friends that would jump in, I think we played several matches that way. Yeah. It still was just not a satisfying loop, a mechanical loop of like, cool, we kind of made it this time, let's try again. Yeah. And that, some people love that. We all love that in different ways, those mm-hmm. gameplay loops, try again, try again. But it just, Battle Royale is not for me. I finally learned. So I thank Apex for finally sealing that question for me this year of like if i could play the best one of those and still just don't like it after playing that long then it's just not for me and that's okay yeah that's kind of where i landed too and that's how i felt about overwatch after years of thinking i was 
there was something wrong with me for yeah, not liking we're not TF2. Arguing related to Overwatch, but we know. Yeah. It was in yeah. your experience. Yeah, it just sounds like we have different things we're looking for in those kind of games. Yeah. And I I like the Battle Royale philosophy. I like that there was one singular map because I got to know that one map extremely well. And it, because of the size, they're so varied in their environments that each section of that map feels like its own micro map, similar to what you'd have in a more traditional online uh, shooter. Mm-hmm. So getting to know those areas, getting to create tactics and approaches for like which area you're going to drop into, what loot are you going to prioritize, like what is your movement through the map going to look like? I thought that this is the game where that really clicked with me because I thought compared to something like Fortnite and PUBG, like the mechanics are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, arguably the map design for battle royales is my favorite part of those games yeah. i think it's cool and innovative and different for sure yeah uh, i like the giant animals you can't do anything with them but they're cool <laughs> so apex is hanging on yeah for Odyssey sure for now it sounds like it's definitely in contention mm. in more ways than one it was a contentious hey. topic um what can we cut I mean, it sounded like Ring Fit was cuttable, Spencer. Or oh yeah, I think I cut Cadence, right? So that's yep. yeah, yeah. All right, clean that up a bit. Um, yeah, Ring Fit, I can make an honorable mention. I I will reiterate, I believe it deserves to be on the list more than uh, Pokemon. But well, Pokemon's already off the list. Pokemon's already off. It is. Well, then, then we're good. Then we're good. Then I'm happy. All right. So now we have got how many? Twenty games on the list. We're halfway there. Living on a prayer. Um, I I think Dicey Dungeons is on this list, but I don't know if I'm ready to have that conversation because I don't think I'm gonna win it. But that's, <laughs> that's a that's an impeccably designed game from Terry Cavanaugh, who made uh, a bunch of great stuff: VVVVVV, uh, Super Hexagon, mm. and stuff like that. It's uh, this it's is, the most this fun is, I've had playing one of his games. Cool. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm about 20 hours into it, and I never stick with games like that. It's just that every permutation, every episode you do with these different archetypes is just so interesting. Fundamentally changes the way you play and the, the strategies you have to come up with are really satisfying. It's, it's very well balanced and very well designed. Uh, so as a game designer, I, I look at this and think like, wow, this is like a masterclass in design. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a game, I don't know if I can you know, say that this is like, I mean, for me, it's a top 10 for sure, but I don't know if it's going to appeal to a wide audience. But if we're talking about best design games of the year, it's it's up there for sure. 100%. I'm trying to avoid the urge to be... Um, to support Dragon Quest just because it didn't get a spot last year. Um, but separate from when it released or what version we're talking about, it is a fantastic game. And not that my completing Dragon Quest um, means it should be weighed more heavily, but I've never completed one of those games. I've tried many times over the years. Um, but for many reasons, that game uh, did it for me. And I was I was eager and very invested in finishing it on PlayStation. Yeah, not the S version, definitive version this year on Switch. But it's a fantastic JRPG. Um, but I don't know if I'm just trying to keep it on here personally no, or there's... making up for the fact that there's others trying to keep it on here too. But primarily, well, I guess there are three. Who else played it other than Nick and 
Me? In, in any form. Me. Yeah, Doug got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I played all ten hours of the demo. <laughs> and I was like, yep, this sure is a Dragon Quest game. Which is not a sure knock is. against it. Yeah. But it's it wasn't enough for me to... Really, yeah. It's a game that you have to basically spend like 30 hours, you know, like some RPG. Just getting right? into it. Like to let it breathe, to find the later missions and character development and stories and things mm. that actually make it better than the initial impressions. I had a hard time getting into it initially, too. It took Same. me like 10, 20 hours. That is also a bad thing, depending on um, your perspective, but in the over, in the aggregate, it was one of the best RPGs I've played in a while. It's just so nice. Like, <laughs> Tim Rogers on Kotaku like, describes them like bedtime story games, and that's a really good way of looking at it. Like You play an hour of that before bed, and it's just very comforting, very soothing. Um the adventure is really interesting. The characters you meet are like have a surprising amount of depth for a Dragon Quest game, which you know not to say that that's like enough on its own merit because this is not a series with the, you know the best characterization. But um, I mean, I'm only like 30 hours in, so I'm just at the point where it really is starting to click for me. Mm-hmm. But um, do you have the whole party yet? Uh, no, I'm missing two people. Right. So once you get there, like without spoiling it the different acts of the game and then when you think that there's one end it changes there's a lot of twists and turns through it that yeah jrpgs that shit happens but yeah. they do a good job of making you invested in those particular characters that make the future twists turns changes plot threads mm-hmm. um pay off cool so i'm looking forward to it um, what i've seen so far it's still a top 10 game for me but yeah yeah so I have a question. Uh, Does and it yeah. got a couple different votes? Does what the golf make top ten? I don't think so. I really like it, but I don't know if it's a top ten game for me. Yeah, it's not even a top three Apple Arcade games, is it? Well, that's yeah. Well, I mean, Sayonara <laughs> was the top game, so that's what yeah. We're basing it off of. I suppose so. I think what the golf is a top three Apple Arcade game for me. <laughs> Uh, I really like it, but it it still feels you know. It feels like a phone game. It feels like a you know <laughs> three stars you can get on every single level. Yeah, and like yeah, that and that, kind of thing, that's Golf know? Peaks too. Like Golf Peaks is an extremely well made phone game. I just happen to play it yeah. on the Switch. Yeah, if what the golf is on Switch, I mean, I would probably have a little bit different perspective on it. But it it works great on a phone. I just I I don't know, Doug. Do you feel like that's okay to let that go? Yep. Um, the one thing I want to say right. is that if, if you're going to play it, get through far enough to get to the parts where uh, it starts bringing in other games and other type of stuff. Yeah. Like once you get to the section that is super putt, then I think you're <laughs> think is quite good. It's so wild. There's like there's a Mario section that's really well. It's like you, bizarre. You get to the Mario section, like okay, yeah, this happens, and then you get farther in, and I, I took a turn down. Like this is very stark white. I wonder what it is. And the first one you get through, it's like, oh, this is this looks a lot like super super hot. And then at the end of the level, it literally goes super putt. Yeah, Which, it's a it's a good parody of other stuff. Like the portal sequence is really the good portal too. sequence is fantastic because it also is a, yeah. like one of the additional ones you have to do. Um, it subverts the entire thing. Like usually you have a par one or par two. Like you have to have that many strokes of the yeah. ball. And there's one where it's like a par zero. Like how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's so fun. I love it. 
also it's it's clever as hell yeah it's a it's a fun one yeah uh but yeah that's an honorable mention i think for me too so are we gonna go after uh what haven't we talked about we haven't talked about tetris and baba we haven't talked about baba's you i think that's less likely to stick Baba is you is genius, but man, it makes me feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's very uh, difficult. It's a game. You know what? It, it feels like it feels like computer programming. And when I play Baba oh, is you, I start to wonder: Am I actually really bad at my job? Yeah, show me where I where, where can I buy this game? <laughs> it's also a brilliant, brilliantly designed game. It's all about using language to create programming effects and like. All you're saying is this is that, and by doing that, you can create these incredibly complex, you know, and it's all like a Sokoban puzzle game where you're moving boxes around that have these words on them and these nouns and verbs. So the concept's really neat. Um, I haven't beaten it because I'm just too stupid, but um, I don't know if it's going to hang. And now you know how we all felt about this. Not being smart enough for the game is not grounds for dismissal. Otherwise, I would not have a game on this list, so... Uh, Baba is used incredible. I don't know if I, I'm quite ready to cut it, but right. I know we need to make some cuts, but which is why we're suggesting cuts, and we need to make cuts, There's, and we need to get yeah, from yeah. the kind of classic collection of um, eclectic Nick indie experiences that are on here. I thought we cut Tetris '99. I think so too. Sure. I love it. Great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an honorable mention. Yeah, I guess we can get. It's my own private it's, nightmare. <laughs> yeah it's my own private idaho i uh once you beat the game you get to play tech uh what is it tetris maximus or something or there's some new mode that's only for people who have beaten tetris 99 so if you ever want to see sheer pain just play one of those games finally um, elitist video games i know so you're voluntarily giving yourself over to an snk boss basically Oh yeah, I, I just don't play that mode. Ugh. I just pick up the scrubs in '99. <laughs> um, Outer Worlds is gone. No, no, yeah. it's not. It's not. It's Wait, there. no, it's not. It Shit, I was thinking of a different thing that I like. Okay. <laughs> Before we go any further, I think this might be a good time to talk about some locks, and like not say lock fit like irrevocably, but like we think this is set. We're not going to worry about it for now. Mm-hmm. I think Untitled Goose Game is a lock. Sure. Untitled Goose Game is a lock. Yeah. Easily been a lock. Could have locked that in yep. the I think I think Death Stranding is a lock. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, <laughs> uh, it seems fine. Okay, well, let's try something else. I think I'll yeah. fight uh, for it. I think Apex Legends is probably a lock. Yep. Yep. I think DQ11 is a lock. Like again, I was saying it's a fantastic game. I just don't know if we need to rec. I don't know. Are we recognizing it because we didn't get it last last year? year. Even though it's eligible this year, I don't know. This is a better version of that game. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's not like this is exactly the same game that came out last year, and we just yeah all overlooked it. Like we, if we are choosing this one, we are choosing the best version of itself. Yeah, and to be fair, I played the vanilla version a little bit last year, and it just didn't work for me. So this is the year that it worked for me on Switch. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to... Yeah, that's fine. Sure. We can look. We, 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 I think we have 17 games on this list still. We need to start cutting down. 
I, I know, I know. But if we start looking at the ones we want to talk about right now, it makes it easier. Nick doesn't want to interrogate his choices. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm trying to help here, but we can stop this if it's not helpful. We've had multiple games where you said, I'm not willing to talk about this yet. You cut out. All right. Yeah, what'd you say? But you've had multiple games where you say you don't want to talk about it yet, but I think, okay, let's let's continue being productive. Sayonara Wild Hearts, going to be in the top 10. Yep. (laughs) Are Spencer and I the only ones who are chill about all this? I'm chill. Okay. Uh, Sipo Space Outlaw top 10 game? Yeah, we haven't talked about that. I think it should be. Okay. It looks cool. I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns on this one for the moment. Okay. I want to hear about it at some point. Uh, yeah. I think, and you I think Eliza is a top 10 game. Okay. I think a short hike. I'm not going to bold Eliza yet. But. Um, I don't know. It felt like you kind of pulled back from a while ago when you played it, it seemed like you were more hot on it than when we've gone through categories. You seemed to maybe... It's more of a some of its parts thing for me. It's still a, like, I think I was going to make a list right now. It's in my top five. All right. Yeah, I mean, I love it. Yeah. It was great. Let's, let's cut some things. Um, we can drop um, Mutazion. Can you give that honorable mention? Okay. I think we did good to give it some propers during the um, categories. I think we can cut kind words, and I'll make it an honorable mention. What? Uh, I went back. I went back to this game over and over. Well, there were three people. That yeah. Were oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Let's talk about it then. Like regardless I, of. So I played it too. I also played. I think four of us played it then. I just didn't vote for it. Oh. Yeah. Right. Who who played that? Was it Tyler? Yes. I did not play Kind Words. Um, I wanted to play it. I actually bought a copy of it for my partner. My partner seems to enjoy it, but I don't have a lot of um, input to offer. Yeah, it's not a game. It's no. real life. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. It's a message board and a way of directing content out to strangers. And I played it for thirty minutes, where I posted about um, you know infertility, pregnancy loss, and got nice messages back, and that was really sweet, and I responded to some people, and I was like, okay, there's also a lot of fucking depressing people on here, which should not be a surprise. I also don't want to put more time into this as an adult with a mortgage and a job and a kid on the way that I need to try to help people, as selfish as that is, through their depression and their anxiety. This is really cool, though. This is an awesome possible thing. I'm going to delete it and uninstall it now, and I'm done. (laughs) Like, that was my experience with it. It's not saying that the game isn't worth some kind of... But, again, I don't know that that's a game. What they've done is interesting, but mm-hmm. I just don't know how to quantify it. As I think we need to interrogate what the idea of a game is for this list, especially for this. I mean, it's being sold on Steam. It is interactive. It's not just another movie. And, yes, it is... I would say it's gamified elements in a way that makes it important because i think in a society where uh, mental health is not covered by a lot of health insurance plans and there are social stigmas against discussing a lot of things that i've seen on kind words i think this is a positive force out there and yes some of those posts do get dark and some people do have unproductive uh, answers and i think that's just kind of what life is but most of what i've seen from that game makes me feel 
a little bit better about humanity. And God, do I fucking need that in 2019 to feel like there is something about us as a species that is worth preserving, that is worth saving, that people have humanity and have empathy towards each other. And so to have it presented in this interactive way that, uh, like, there is a slight level of disconnect where you're not always clear, like, is this really another person? Is this exaggerated for effect? But in that moment, I try to take my responses seriously because I feel like maybe yeah. this will benefit somebody. So it's not fun in that cer- certain way, but I do think it's important and I do think it's worthy of right. recognition. It's work, yeah. but it's it's important work to do. Well, that's what I'm curious about, like what the community is around that. Like, is this a flash in the pan where people... Well, that's experience that's, it once and then they come back to it. Like, it's not. I'm not saying that you have to play it multiple times for it to be more. Work. Yeah, that's I'm something only time like, will tell. Like, this isn't yeah. a game of the decade conversation. This is a game of the year conversation. I think this game struck at a particular point in time. We talked about that. Games that are responses to the point in time where they exist. So yeah. I don't know how Kind Words is going to hold up in 2020, but I do know that as something that launched this year, it made an impact on me. And as, as a game I've come back to uh, over the last three months or so, uh, once every couple of weeks, it still feels just as active. I get responses just as quickly. There's still plenty of new questions and like you know ideas being sent out on paper airplanes. It feels just as vibrant as it did the day I first played it. And who knows if that's just a, an illusion or whatever. But hmm. um, but yeah, I think like conceptually, like when I think about like the message of games on this list, like kind words is like the most important one on this list, maybe. Um, it's it takes away a lot of the gamification. Like all you really, the only progress is like you get new stickers and they're kind of cool. Um, but like you know, you know, you unlock new chill beats to write to. Uh, but you know, it's it's really just more about like it's, it's an anonymous message board that somehow manages not to be toxic. And I don't know how they did it. It's a Steam game and it's not toxic. Mm. Like how do you how do you pull that off? Um, and my first thought when I saw it launch is like, how long is it going to take for people to abuse this? So to see that it's hasn't fallen into the cesspool, I don't know if it's just moderation or what. Yeah. But whatever is happening with that community, it's being handled well. Yeah. I actually, I don't think, I, I, I think I'm swayed on that. Uh, I will... I will cut Baba as you. Baba is bye. (laughs) Rude. Very rude. Ouch. Uh, Baba is honorable mention. Because I'm looking at this list and I don't think Baba is you. I don't think it's in the top 10 on this list. Honorable mention is Baba. Yep. Mm. Baba is honorable. Um, Hmm. Boy. The games on the list right now, there are 15 of them. Untitled Goose Game, Outer Worlds, Kind Words, Dragon Quest, Apex, Outer Wilds, Sayonara, Resident Evil, Death Stranding, Control, A Short Hike, Dicey Dungeons, Eliza, Hypnospace Outlaw, and Sekiro. Yeah. Well, I think it's... I guess it's time for me to defend Hypnospace Outlaw, just looking at where we're at. Yeah. Um, Spencer, of your choices, I am much more interested in hearing you defend Outer Worlds, though. Unless you think that Outer Worlds is better than Hypnospace. Um, Outer Worlds, I think, is... Again, I I think it's fabulous. I really have been enjoying it so far. 
But once you brought in that comparison to Mass Effect, um, <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, it could be more like that. Like they were, they took a very, a setting and a story that would have worked very well in a Mass Effect style game, and they really insisted on making it a Fallout style uh-huh. game. And I'm less into that now that you've pointed it out. I still really enjoy it. I still. Um, I don't uh, think it's a bad game, and I would be interested. I don't in think seeing it's a bad game either, and I'm looking forward. Yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing it, but I definitely, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from there. Um, I don't think it's essential for the list. It's going to get a lot of due credit. Yeah, and so, they just got by, bought by Microsoft. Yeah. Obsidian's going to be fine. They're going to yeah, be fine. Yeah, they will yeah. be fine until Microsoft kills them. But yes, Microsoft has a better track record of that lately. So yeah. they're merciful. Um, at least right. EA didn't buy them. Versus Valve, you know, compare that to Capo Santa. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Um, anyway. So let's let's talk then about Hypnospace Outlaw. Okay. Um, Hypnospace Outlaw, and I actually just fired it up right now to, to kind of remind me what I like so much about it. And it is nostalgia for a world that never really existed. That's the best um, kind of nostalgia. It, I know. <laughs> and so it's this, uh, if you're not familiar with the concept, the idea is... It's an alternate version of 1999. Um, the internet exists, but its primary form is hypnospace, which is where people put on a um, a headband that's connected to their computer, and then while they sleep, they um, <laughs> they inhabit hypnospace. Uh, it evokes angel fire tripods like your job is a content enforcer you go through and when there are reports of issues uh you have to go and figure them out but in doing so you begin to uncover uh, a deeper story of behaviors that the creators are doing that aren't all that good uh one of the first things you do is um is you go after content infringement there's this little fish detective cartoon and the copyright owners say, okay, we don't want anyone posting pictures of that. And you cause a rebellion <laughs> among the users, like within, within the first couple acts where you go through and you enforce that. And then people start posting pictures of Gooper. That's the name of them to their, to their profile and say, no, we stand with Gooper. And then you have to go through and delete them again. And um, so uh, the whole thing is done in this like, pseudo vaporwave style where your interface is just a desktop computer. Um, you get people playing crazy songs on their websites. You get uh, um, like there's, there's a version of Pokemon where these people have just embedded little creatures around all over the place and you have to find them. And I, I really can't fully do it justice other than it is the most loving tribute to the old internet I think I've ever seen and a, a compelling little mystery game. Every once in a while there are games that just scream Spencer that just... Are, it, are... Like when I, I kickstarted it because they're like, hey, what if uh, what if it's 1999 and there's a different type of the internet? I'm uh, like, yeah, I'm yeah. in. Like I had already... My, my wallet was already out at that point. I'm like, yes, go on. So yeah. it, it is very me, but I think being that we are all middle millennials... Uh, it would resonate with all of you guys too. It looks right, one hundred percent like my kind of game. Yeah, I remember. I think yeah, Nick especially, I think, would fucking love this game. I think you'd all enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I think Nick would. It, it is definitely Nick's jam um, as well. Aaron, as the other person here that played RE two, do you see it mm-hmm. as a top ten game? 
Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, from what's here, yes. And also, personally, it was one of my top ten for the year. Yeah. Where does it sit? Not to draw sure. arbitrary conclusions, but between like that and control, do you like RUT more? Yeah. I like control <laughs> I more. so. Okay. Control, of course, is more original. It has merits, but if I had to pick my favorite experience between the two, it was probably RE2. Okay. Um, I am really sad that I spaced out while Dragon Quest was getting locked in, but I guess that's just... I don't know if it's actually right locked, to be honest. I mean, well, it sounds like Doug and Aaron are strong on it, but I don't know. I thought you were too. Sorry. I, <laughs> don't let Spencer's hate of any JRPG anime sway you. That's fair. I mean, I do love that I, game. I love Pokemon. So if Pokemon is not on this list, then a JRPG I have no attachment to. I don't, I don't think it should garage. be, but that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Just I, walk up behind with some I water. think Death Stranding counts as our anime representation on this list. <laughs> that's fair. Death Stranding is more anime than anime. Death, Str- Death Stranding is not more <laughs> anime a than a Toriyama anime. design. It's new. It's Strandame. <laughs> Boo. God. No, but also, yeah, I, I love that Spencer just wheeled out the sort of argument that college football fans use as to why their team is better than somebody else. The, Which is? Well, if it's not as good as this one, then cl- then clearly that's the best of that kind. Well, there you go. Mm. Okay. Ugh. Oh my god, guys. I, Hypnospace Outlaw, I just found the mouse trail <laughs> control in the settings. <laughs> and now I have an exception. Okay, that's that game of the year, trail. then. Uh, okay. I mean, I was just saying, we, just have... we can drop Dragon Quest, but I felt like you were in favor of it, too, Nick. I think it should be in the top ten. Uh, I put it over. I, all right, all right. Then, then fucking whiplash with these Nick choices here. I, I'm just bowling versus. I think it should be in the top ten or different things. My, this is bad radio. Sorry. I thought. Uh, I thought funny. we were bolding it to show that it should be in the. Also, top Also, all of our advertisers have less left us anyway. So this is. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All like one of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did get that offer, and you told me to ignore. <laughs> Very real offer oh, that definitely exists. I'm always shooting us in the foot here. Uh, okay. So, Dicey Dungeons, is that still hanging? I don't think it's going to hang. I mean, I think I made my pitch, and I don't think anyone here is like thinking that's top ten. I'm never going to play it. I believe you that you think it's great. Okay. Wait, what? Are you, what never going to play it? What is this ultimatum? I hate <laughs> fucking dice card game things, whatever. Like, It's so much better than the other ones. Uh, Man, just no. joyless air. We said that about here. Apex. Tyler, did you like Dicey Dungeons? I did. Cool. I want to play more of it. Cool. Did you think top 10? No. <laughs> okay, well then, that's that's my answer. <laughs> and there you go. That's my answer. Um, cool. At this point, and you know, considering Nick, that I'm the only person... I will get the Switch standing, version. Well, actually, no, Tyler. Okay. Tyler's backing me up here. Um, uh, Aaron, are you the only person standing Sekiro at this point? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just wanted it's to identify pretty, that. Pretty That's clear. all. Where would you put it in the in your top ten though? Um, like, so rather than going back to the games that aren't on here, from what's here, I, it would be in my top three personally. Okay. Again, I I stuck with that stupid fucking game to the point that I beat it. So I have to I have to you have to imagine that it did 
resonate with me. Gotta rationalize it somehow. Yeah, it has to have meant something. (laughs) To go through that frustration. Is this video game Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah. Let me tell you about the 40 hours I spent walking across a barren hellscape in Death Stranding <laughs> for ungrateful assholes who wanted me to deliver, like, plant seeds and shit. Well, seeking of suffering. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, far side coming. I... We gotta cut, like, three. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't... Um, okay, so... Not to to follow Tyler's not to draft behind Tyler here but Nick there are a lot of these on here they're kind of stronger on your end I see what you're saying so are there ones like Sayonara you're not going to let go of that's fine I think it belongs on the list somewhere mm-hmm. so I would agree with that but Eliza um, a short hike would be between you and I Outer Wilds um, I mean those seem like the weaker ones for now and then Sekiro for me but yeah I just here's the thing <laughs> I, I would feel like I'm making a terrible choice to cut any of them but I think we're probably gonna have to cut one of them at least um, I think it's I think Outer Wilds is the game that this group I'm surprised we didn't all go for um, if it had been on the Steam share I would have prioritized playing that yeah one. thanks I Epic I want to buy it on Epic it's on Game Pass yeah, that's how I started playing it. it. Yeah, it hadn't been when I was going. Yeah. Nick, yeah, I need yeah. you to remember that I have played it and that you had very similar feelings to me for half of the time that you played that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it was a rough start, and I don't think I, I can really forgive that. Or rather, I can't like ignore that. Uh, and when I compare it to other games I've played, I played Mist this year, I played Oberdin last year, played The Witness a few years ago. Uh, none of them were quite as uh, hard for me to get into, and I feel like uh, Oberdin and Witness were more rewarding than Our Wilds. I, I would agree with that. Any take on that? I liked Oberdin, and I found Witness frustrating, but I did see your point that you were making mm-hmm. when you were advocating that game during our Game of the Year discussions. Mm-hmm. It feels wild to take Outer Wilds off this list, no pun intended, but I think that I'd rather see Eliza or a short hike stick around yeah both of those feel weightier to me okay. it feels it. like they carry more water given what you've told me about those experiences mm-hmm. the short hike even matches some of the tone that we're talking about with kind words yeah in terms of pleasantness and, and positivity different but yeah this is we're our happy almost there almost there we gotta get rid of two more um What if we go through and say the one or two that we would cut? Well, I mean, nobody else is going to stick with Sekiro, right, if we're looking at right now. It's it's actually not what I would say out loud, but nevertheless. Again, it's a game that I've played, I've put time into, just does not work for me. As someone that has played other Souls games, the the emphasis on timing, on combat... It just feels unforgiving to me in a way that's like, I don't know. Which is funny because that's the argument I'm making about Apex, but I don't have anybody to back me up on Sekiro. <laughs> like I'm sorry? Those exact words are what I'm saying with Apex. 
timing, combat, like just mechanically, it's not. I've tried. I put time into it. Yeah. It's just nobody else is feeling the way I do about Sekiro. We have people backing each other up on Apex. I wish I liked Sekiro, and I've, that's the so first. We'll, we'll drop it. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's a very yeah, pretty game. Even yeah, Nick was but... showing me one of the slow mo. One of my favorite things that's been on there, the slow mo gifts that have been on the internet. They look so cool. That's the thing. Is I like, can never do that. <laughs> you can, but it seems impossible. Yeah. I, how am I the one trying to convince people in this group that play super hard games and deal with frustrating mechanics that you can do that in second? It's just it's fascinating to me that this. It's is 2019, man. It's just really. And not anybody else. Yeah. So it's just I mean, I'm an I'm an old man at this point. Like, I can't learn things. <laughs> I don't learn no good. I think we just so have one more. One. Yeah, I made my cuts, so you guys figure this shit out. Yeah. Uh, everyone say the game they think should be cut. Control. Control. I would sacrifice RE2 or Dragon Quest before Control. Or what? Either Dragon Quest or Resident Evil You're before. You're sacrificing it. Um, I'm, I actually align exactly with Tyler. I think Control is better than both those games. Huh. It's I'm not. more excited to play Control than I I like both those games more than Control. I, I did yeah. like Control. I finished it. I do not think it's better than Dragon Quest or Resident Evil 2. But you're also not sacrificing Dragon Quest because you didn't vote for it. It's more of a throw under the bus, but nevertheless. <laughs> I'll throw to the wolves. As the other um, person who's endorsing Resident Evil, Aaron, I would have been more amenable to keeping Sekiro than Resident Evil. You're cutting out. Yeah, sorry, can you say that again? As the only other person who uh, endorsed Resident Evil, which is Aaron, I would have been more amenable to him uh, letting go of RE2 in favor of Sekiro. I'd permit that. So we lose Resident Evil, bring back Sekiro, and we're, we're the same. In I mean, exactly. The Resident same Evil Two hired scab actors, so that's kind of shitty. Mm. <laughs> but we also, you know, came around on Rockstar and their. Bad oh yeah, they did a bunch of terrible things, yeah. and I. Uh, we can't. Those are hairs. I don't know that we should. Yeah, we we capitulated yeah. once, so we have to capitulate every second time. <laughs> yeah. That's how it that's works. Government um, uh, yeah, that's being a scab. <clears throat> So yeah, even swapping, like, I guess fine, but I think RE2 is fine where it being on the list too and having second row be something that I talk about as honorable mention. Well, it okay, so we more, have... So we still have one that's still out there. Mm-hmm. So is Hypnospace, just to make sure, Tyler, you are backing that for sure, or was this just... Yeah, I was swayed by uh, Spencer's... Uh, I'm going to back it too. Treaty. Okay, okay. Uh, I At this point, if I was going to cut one game... I would I'd still say it's probably Control. Oh, also, you can take my name off of Sign on Wild Hearts. I think it'd probably be Doug before... Oh, yeah, Aaron uh, is not, not endorsing that yeah, game. So we haven't even talked about that. I did not like playing that game at fucking all. Like, it was not <laughs> fun to me. I thought the music was great. I thought the art direction, the tone, the visuals were great. But that was one of the least fun rhythm sort of-ish games that I've played in a long time. Hmm. I played it on iPad. That could be part of it. That's, I don't know. Oh, big part of yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. But, but that's the thing. It's like... That shouldn't, that, that's, that's not, I shouldn't have to play like the optimal version, like the, uh, what was that, Steel Battalion controller version of the game. You didn't play Sign Art of Wild Hearts with the Steel yeah. Battalion controller? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, man? I, I see, I was wrong, but I shouldn't have to, be, oh, well, if you play that on the PS4 or the Switch or whatever, then you would have had a better experience. Like, that's, I'm over that. So, as that's, I hear you, I, I think, I thought I 
warned you about that, and I'm sorry if I didn't. No, I'd, I'd start playing it before we did. Even... Oh, okay. Before, remember, because I was about to spoil it for you by telling oh, who yeah. the narrator was. So I was <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> yeah. Um, so for, so for me, I put the bold on there because when we were talking earlier, yeah, we should probably just put this one into the top 10. I don't think it's going to be the highest in the top 10 because, as you're saying, the control is a little bit off. And this is me trying to play through it on a PS4. Like there are some points, especially in the later sections of the game, where it's really tough to see or to understand like how how detailed the control can be. So I love so much about the game, but the one knock about it is it's, it's probably got some janky control because it's trying to allow for an iPad and a mobile version as well. See, I thought that at first, and then I got golds on everything, and I realized <laughs> it's actually quite... Mr. Yeah, tells you to get good. I got golds on everything, and I realized that I really it's a cool to get game. No, I used to be poor until I became a billionaire. What I'm trying to say is that the controls are actually quite polished, and what I didn't realize is that the game is actually like an old-school rhythm game where... It's like about memorization, and like that's not for everybody. Um, you can get through really without memorizing. Any of that is an no. unfortunate thing for a game that is, especially being on mobile, which implies accessibility in a way. Mm-hmm. Like yes, mobile games aren't the same, you know, words with friends bullshit that they used to be ten years ago. But yeah, it would seem that there would be some education if they're putting that in front of you, and there's some nuance there that yeah. you're not supposed to get. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's my game of the year. Uh, I can talk more about that later. But uh, when well, we gave it, we gave it um, best music, yeah. right, in the category awards. So, so we're good, right? Is, <laughs> is that it? Then? No. I mean, because I mean, it sounds like there are some reservations about it. Where whenever I try to create reservations, I don't about Resident Evil first, or Dragon Quest. I see, I see ten worse games than Sayonara World Hunters on this list of eleven games. Well, here's what I feel like <laughs> this year. I feel like we, like me. Less than most years, uh, I I have really no passion picks this time other than, I guess, a short hike. Yeah. Um, because I really think that's great. Untitled Goose Game, but we all kind of agree it's going to be on the list anyway. Mm-hmm. Everything right. else is up for debate with me. I've already cut a bunch mm-hmm. of shit. So I would cut Dragon Quest if we just if it will just wrap this up. I don't think it's the eleventh game here, but. I, I mean, it has, it has 11 in the title, so it has to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, there yeah. you go. That's Flawless right logic. <laughs> I don't know, Aaron. I, I'll defer to you on that one, but... Uh, well, I mean, if we think that's our weakest link here, there's no no one else is going to budget on anything else. I, I, I would say Control is the weakest game here, but I know Tower's a big fan, and but that might be a hard fight. That's the thing. I dropped, So I played Control again, I finished it. I, I am fine with it not even being on the list. Okay. Um, I played about 15 hours and I'm fine with it not being on the list. So that to me is, I'd rather have Dragon Quest over Control. We were talking about this before. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know it resonated with Tyler, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. Ah, man. And see, I can't, like, because I can't really weigh in because I haven't played most of the things. I'm here. endorsing Hypnospace and I haven't this, played it. Yeah, but, but looking at this list, like, in terms of. Okay, I haven't played X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Um, Control is like the only one I get excited thinking mm-hmm. about playing. That was the thing. That was me too. And then I actually finished the game, and it was a disappointment. I know we didn't have the, the most disappointing category this year, but that would have been up there for me. It, it did not it did not execute in the way I was hoping it would, being a Remedy fan too. And meanwhile, so for me, Apex and Control were the most fun I had playing video games this year. Like... Mm-hmm. Control, I felt 
passionate enough about. I enjoyed the space enough. I enjoyed the lore. Like I said, it's the only game I've ever actually gone through and read the pickups that I was getting. The pickups are well written. I just don't like any of the videos. I think all the Max Payne dude monologuing at you is tedious and boring. Talking to the uh, the bu- what what were they called? The bureau. Yes, yeah. the federal the weird... bureau of control. The hiss. No, the pyramid. The board. Oh. The board. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. It was interesting at first, but I, I liked I liked all of that. I liked exploring the environment. I liked the combat a great deal. Like I thought that it was very rewarding getting to know that space, getting to know the powers how they all work together, finding the right balance of upgrades to my character. Yeah, for me, it is, it is a number 11 game, so I think it was a great game. I just, it didn't eke out uh, to a top 10 for me in the way I was hoping it was and the excitement and that was. That's how I look at Dragon Quest 11 and Resident Evil 2, where they are both very extremely well done versions of something that that company has been doing for a while. Like, did Capcom nail making a Resident Evil 2 remake? Yeah, but it doesn't make the same kind of strides that Resident Evil 7 did. Did Square right. Enix nail uh, Dragon Quest Eleven? Yeah, finally on Switch, they made the game that they actually fucking should have been made in the first place. <laughs> but it's not a huge departure from the Dragon Quest formula. And granted, that's not what Dragon Quest is all about. But, like, at a certain point, like, maybe we should just dominate... A Dragon Quest game every year if they're just going to continue down well, that that's pattern. The thing. I feel like we always come back around to, well, it's not new, so fuck it, sort of thing. And it just feels reductive to me in the sense of only focusing on the games that are brand new, the brand new IP, and all that. We, that just is always what we come back to. And what like are we trying to reward like, here? A what great is the game? And so if I look at the games Dragon Quest, Control, and Resident Evil 2, I finished all three of those this year. And still, I would put Dragon Quest. And Resident Evil 2 above control, just in a matter of enjoyment overall and whatever other factors you want to put in. So I'm looking at those holistically, not just, oh, this one is a continuation of a franchise and this is a remake sort of thing. Like, just even though Control is brand new IP, I wanted it to be my favorite game of the year and it wasn't for myriad reasons. The thing I'll say about Control is it took a lot of risks in some really thoughtful ways and it really tried to create a whole new world. Pretty new vibe for games, although to be fair, it cribs a lot from very clear source material sure. and doesn't really say a whole. My big critique is it doesn't really say anything new with that. It's very much like, oh, we've watched Twin Peaks, we've watched like X-Files. Alias and like X Files and yeah, Alias and not Alias. Sorry, I was thinking of um, something else. Uh, the one J.J. Abrams it was like the X Files HD remix. It's a uh, Fringe. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah it sorry. Is. It's Welcome to Night Vale meets uh, government bureaucracy. Yeah, meets everything Max about Payne. this. Excites me. It's the SVP Foundation, which is right. something that has like it has a couple video game renditions, but they're kind of indie projects. It's a like, big influence on the designers. Mm-hmm. There's an interview about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and admittedly, again, it's that source material is way more compelling. Mm-hmm. And when I look like at the, the game... The, the fact that it's a Remedy game is way more compelling to me to me than it being a remake of Resident Evil game or a Dragon Quest so I guess game. Maybe that if, is admittedly a bias that I have. If, but. if we get down to then, let's say, um, the granularity here. So if we keep Dragon Quest on, Nick, what would you write about that in a post? Like, Do you feel like you'd have enough to write about there to, to back up its placement on the list? I feel like I could, but I could also see that 
you know, maybe we do drop it. Um, again, I'm not saying that I think it's less than control, but I just don't know what we would say about it. I think I'm okay with dropping it. Yeah, it's a, it's a comfort food game. It's the first Dragon Quest I've really loved. I mean, DQ Five is the first I liked. Um, Doug, are you okay with that? Yep. That. Yes. Let's let's keep it moving. Okay. Well, now we got order. Finally, we have ten games. We got to organize them. This is. Uh, let's just lock in Goose Game at number one, unless hard disagree. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's not. That's like maybe number five. I like. It is number one. I like Goose Game. I don't really have any interest in ever revisiting Goose Game. Like, I was going to make that argument with Control if you guys made me keep fighting for it. But, like, for other games on this list I've played, there are some games that, like, I got what I wanted out of them, and that's fine. And there are some games that's like, give me more. I want more. And Untitled Mm -hmm. Goose Game is not one of them. Like, I hope whatever House House does next is something completely different and it's not fucking untitled yeah, fox game, game or raccoon yeah. game or <laughs> untitled moose game <laughs> i i play that yeah i think that untitled goose game are you voting it actually of... manages to be a game for everybody yeah that i can like that is a game that, because that i played that the... my partner who really does not like video games has played that my friend's six-year-old daughter has played it is a game that everyone can enjoy that honestly like yes it's short and sweet i just think it it represents the core essence of what a game should i be. agree i think it's a top five game and, for sure and that's why i mean that's why i wanted it number one i i could set up i, for could, top I five, think it's top three I, it is the top half for those reasons for, sure. well, for from, others too from what is left here i would not want anything other than goose game at number one like really oh. <laughs> aaron, aaron is in mourning well, for so got, many things look, that i got cut. destroyed this year let's be honest <laughs> sure uh, hike is still in there um just for spencer you got destroyed here, you got destroyed well every year uh, not so much this year than previous years. Yeah, yeah, Apex. Those yeah, are I actually did. two big wins. Yeah, Goose Game, Apex, Control. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I sort of got my wish list here. I would have loved to see Outer Worlds on there, but um, right. again, for reasons we already discussed. Um, but from like what? No, this is not. This is year? not a Stanley Parable year for no. me by any stretch of the imagination. What is the game so. of the year? The number, like, if we're going top down. Control is not the game of the year. Death Stranding. No. I haven't played it. I can't say. Resident Evil 2, though I loved it, is not the game of the year. I've said what I've said about Sayonara. Haven't played Eliza. Wouldn't be Apex. A short hike, maybe. Kind Words is not my game of the year, unless we're going to put it up here for that goody feeling that it has. It <laughs> helped it remain on this list, as important that, as that is. But does that make it the game of the year? No, you weak emotional so. sponges. Exactly. <laughs> And Aaron's true cynicism finally comes to light. Yeah. Look, I'm becoming a dad now, so I have to be a complete <laughs> asshole. Uh, so, no kind words from dad. <laughs> this is lame. This is the Hank Hill school of. Uh, oh, I tell you what, the hypnospace outlaw. I tell you that lame. goose ain't right. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh but yeah, for me, it's untitled goose game of what's left. That's my goose. I don't know you. <laughs> Oh my god! I just don't like. Well, yeah, I don't know who else has. From what's well, I think Nick is probably still leaning towards Cyanar Wild Hearts being his number one, so he probably would like to see it as 
the number one, but I know what everybody else is thinking from what's left. I think Goose Game is top three. I think Sayonara Wild Hearts is top three. I'm not sure what else I would put in top three. Death Stranding! Can we... Mm. How about this? Let's say number ten is Control. Sure. Where it is. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I got on the list. Nine? Uh, I mean, I want I want Apex higher than that, but I realize I'm going to get. I want Apex higher than that. Town on a rail. I can I can Apex above Resident Evil. I can yeah I think I can truck with Apex one higher. Apex Legends came almost literally out of nowhere. It was so out of nowhere that the Reddit posts that were like pointing to existence a year or two ago were like, nah, we don't believe this rumor. Um, people actively hated it because it wasn't Titanfall. They were as soon as it came out, people were like, "What the fuck, respawn? Why aren't you doing Titanfall?" Yeah, because Titanfall doesn't make any money, and now they're making money. Yeah, business wise, it helped save the EA, or save EA. It helped provide something new for EA, which is you know, it's not nothing, but it's definitely not what we're looking for with the game of the year here. But they've come in and taken at least some of the shine away from biggest story of the year that we never talk about, which is Fortnite. What? I won a game of Fortnite this year. True story. You did? Yeah, listen to this fucking Yeah, yeah wasn't that one of your best moments for the year? <laughs> yeah, well, it was great because I got to uninstall Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as you collect your chicken, it just deletes. Yeah. The, the they don't actually give you a chicken dinner in Fortnite. It's a victory royale, Sarah. which is was that, it's a quarter was victory that, oh, of cheese. PUBG. See, fuck, fuck all this shit. Um, okay, so should <laughs> Hypnospace, is that going to be that high up, or should it be? I, don't... I, I put that at 8. Okay. Okay. I'm happy with it at 8. It goes to 8. Yeah, we can put it down there. Cool. Now, is are we getting closer to Apex territory, or should we try to fill in a... I want to um... see it in the top 5. I want to see Do you guys think uh, I... that Kind Words mm-hmm. is top 3? Or top four, or no. top five. It made it onto the list. I think Kind Words is top ten. Yep, like it is top ten. Bottom. I think we bump it to seven. That's well, fine with me. I don't think it. Yeah, I, I would. Believe. I would put it above Apex personally, but I don't think I put it above anything else. Yeah, I would. Apex can be higher if Kind Words is seven. I think that's fair. Mm. Like, is this Doug? is this one where? Well, th- there you guys go. So have that. Uh-huh. Think about that with is, Apex versus Kind Words. What has more of the impact? For and you? also, is this one where you guys are happy to get Kind Words on to the top ten, or are you trying to boost this thing all the way to the top? Like I said, I think Kind Words is an important uh, game experience, and so it doesn't meet our typical definition of a game. Whereas Apex is de facto fucking game. <laughs> like, it, it might be the most <laughs> the video most game. It might be the most video yeah. game on this list this year. <laughs> no, yeah, it's still Death Stranding. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Mm. That is the most video game. That is Wait, true. No, that's a game. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a game. My favorite thing in that game is when people give you a thumbs up and then you get actual likes to save your account. Anyway. So you guys don't think Christ. that Apex or Kind Words are top five? They are what? You guys don't think that Apex and Kind Words are top five games? Top five? Yeah, well, that's what we're looking at. We're trying to fill out six and seven right now. Oh yeah, you just keep cutting out, so yeah. we want to make sure. Um, I, I mean, I don't. I, I, I think made my points. On Nick, I like. I understand what you're trying to say about Eliza, but why is it a top five game of the year? 
Like, why is Eliza more meaningful, more important than Kind Words, than Short Hike, than Goose Game? Um, than Eliza, is, Eliza is like, it's just a very, I mean, I'll admit it affected me personally because I, you know, my career is in tech. I built my skills up in tech, but like, it's a game that just looks very genuinely at what it's like to be a person who builds something that then gets used for like nefarious purposes and the reckoning that we all kind of face of like, you know, do I go back and take the job, like the high paying executive role? Do I like retreat into my shell and disappear? Do I try and like change things from the inside? And like, meanwhile, the game's talking all about like all these Seattle neighborhoods and how like fucked they are by like these companies moving in and like raising the rent and building giant campuses. And, um, you know, it's, as it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to make the top five, honestly. I think it's, for me, it's the most resonant story I've played in a long right. time. So Kind Words, seven. Eliza, six. Okay. Is this our ten? Yeah, we already had the ten. No, no. Is, is this our order? Yeah, the ten, with the ten we have. No, we're not done yet. We're at number six. Yeah, but look at the rest I of the order here. Is this, shuffling. what do we move from here? I, it's up to really um, Nick and Tyler primarily. I mean, a short hike, I think, is fine. Like, I would put it above Sayonara, but... Yeah, I would put Sayonara... I mean, I still think Sayonara, Wild Hearts, is like the most impactful game I've played in years. Um, it just works so damn well. Um, I, could, I could see putting Goose Game at the top, even though I feel like that's kind of... What would you put at the top right now? I, I mean, Sayonara Wild Hearts is like probably... Of the okay. five that are in play. Sayonara Wild Hearts, then Death Stranding, then Goose Game. Oh no, we've got a... This is a... What? Mass so Effect Nick's all good with Red the top Dead three. And... This is one of those again. Nick's all good with the top three, just not the order. Yes. Mm-hmm. Aaron, you want Short Hike higher? Um... I mean, I just would have put it above Sayonara. Like, for me, right okay. now, it would be... Okay. I don't really feel passionate at all about Short Hike. Do you feel passionate about Sayonara? I enjoyed it. Not nearly to the extent that Nick liked it. I don't... I didn't have the same uh, problems with control that you did, so I didn't bounce off it so hard. I saw it through to completion, but I don't feel a need to go through and gold everything. <laughs> Okay. Like it's a good uh, game. I like the music. I like those that style of game. The whole motif I thought was very appealing, and that alone made the Apple Arcade trial worthwhile, in my opinion. And uh, I have an idea. I love the. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was, I was just gonna say if we could swap Cyanar and a short hike, I'd be okay with that. So Cyanar at four, short hike at three. Doug? That sounds good with me. Is Short Hike really a top three game? It's really good. Yeah. Can it's you guys really just... elaborate more then? Like, what what am I missing about Short Hike? Because it's like it an Animal pleasant. Crossing mission. It's like you just talk to a lot of cool people and meet them and like hang out and they want stuff and you collect things for them and like there's unexpected reasons for that. Um, the exploration feels very organic and very polished and interesting. Even um, more, even more than that is like I think there's something 
to be said about a short, no pun intended, self-contained, charming experience um, of a game that, yes, is a vertical kind of adventure platformer-ish. Um, it's not breaking new ground gameplay-wise. Yes, the art style is great, the music is great, like we were talking about before. Um, but cool. it is just one of the most polished and pleasant experiences of this year. And because it was short, it wasn't overblown, overloaded. Like, you know, the rest of the games on our list are of varying length and of varying complexity. And it was just a pure, fun, inviting classic game experience from a completely new i don't know if developer but a new team and a new mm -hmm. ip and just it was fresh this from the guy that was just giving me fun. shit for valuing newness from what you were just giving us a hard time for always valuing newness that's not the crux of his argument though like i think it's more like what he's saying is like really it's a it's a pretty you know traditional game in a lot of ways but uh the way it comes together it feels very new so the, is the, the way that it plays is the story it, it's telling is that more meaningful more important better than eliza than hypnospace well if, i don't I mean, know if it's a more important story are we going back down the list now what see what well, i was focusing on this is the argument between we're swapping places with sayonara and a short hike if we want to expand it back out to now the whole list and that's a different discussion and I'm fine with keeping it here if we want to keep signing our yeah. there and leave Apex there. That's fine with me. All right, so Nick, do you think a short, hike? a short hike's story, its purpose is more meaningful than Sayonara? Because no. you were willing to move it. It was, a, it was a consolation to try and move things along. I think I'm ready to lock the list in as it is. Goose game number one? It's not my number um, one, but I don't see any other one. game here that everyone else is going to It's a be. damn good game, though. And I think we could really... When I think about the, uh, the site's top ten, though, I could see Goose Game being a better fit for number one than Death Stranding. I think it's a better fit for our number one than Sayonara Wild Hearts, even. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, really, I really, really, really liked Sayonara Wild Hearts. I really liked all that it did with different throwbacks and motifs to video games, not just to the style and to the sound, but with the type of games that they were, you know, aping in different parts. I, I'd i be willing to put Sayonara above Death Stranding. Really? Then go for it. Yeah, let's do that. All right. I, I think Death Stranding, it's interesting how there was so much expected, and then when you guys finally got your hands onto it, like, how is it going to be received, and how are we going to think about Death Stranding? I... I think it's interesting to get a top five. It's not that it's bad. It's, you know, <laughs> you guys both are believing it in it, so there we go. Um, Nick, but, it's wild, and I think there's a lot of it that works, even though it probably shouldn't work. But yeah. there's, there's, some, there's some weird bullshit in that game. <laughs> <laughs> but it works so damn well. Like, it does. I, mean, I never thought I would like a game where you just walk around by yourself all day. <laughs> but it's great. It's too real. <laughs> a game where you just walk around by yourself all day. No, that sounds like an untitled ga dad game for me. <laughs> all right, so I don't think I'm going to be able to push Apex any higher. <coughs> yeah, I'm getting that feel. Yeah. So it I looks like right we're done. Right in the middle of the list is the perfect spot for that game, considering. That's pretty high, considering. Look, based, yeah, based on the discussion, it sounds like a short hike is something that both Aaron and Nick really, truly believe in. Death Stranding is something that Tyler and Nick both really believe in, and the top two are ones that we all 
kind of agree with. I know Aaron has concerns about signing our wild hearts, but I think with Goose Game at the top, I think that's our best choice for number one. And with Sayonara in second, I think that's a good consolation. And here's hoping that Short Hike ends up somewhere besides PC eventually. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really important. I <coughs> can't imagine it wouldn't be, but who knows? I think it was built with Unity, so. Yeah. That's right, pretty. The top, top 10. Folks, we've done it. There's, there's that white smoke you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, we're all is. very. No, nope, that's my vape pen. Yeah, Aaron's just ripping fat cotton here. <laughs> the top ten are Control number ten, Resident Evil Two Remake at nine, Hypnospace Outlaw at eight, Kind Words at seven, Eliza at six, Apex Legends at five, A Short Hike at four, Death Stranding at three, Sayonara Wild Hearts at two, and Untitled Goose Game at one. Untitled Goose Game is the game of the year. Yay. Cool. I feel like we, we joked about this coming, given that all of us <laughs> voted for it, but to see it actually happen, it's like, huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Consensus I mean, wins again. Well, I love it. It's a great little game. I'm, I should confess I'm wearing a, a Goose Game shirt right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> that fixed us in from the start. <laughs> Sponsored by House House. Yeah. I think, right, sure. I think it encapsulates and, okay. and it brings forth a lot that we hold closely for our taste in games for the site. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, should we wrap it up, folks? Yep. Yeah, we can sign yeah, off we and then call we it. can do administrative stuff. Yeah, we get to do all of the clerical work now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Great. Uh, all right, well, thanks, everybody, for going through this process again. Thanks to all you listening along. Uh, we'll also be doing a Game of the Decade process that's like this, but if we're lucky, much, 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 much shorter. <laughs> oh, my God. No. We won't be lucky. <laughs> What the hell were we thinking? God. Anyway, oh, look man. forward to that. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll uh, be posting about all these games on the, in a top 10 countdown and the awards on SiliconSaskWatch.com. So if you're not already reading there, go take a look. And yeah, uh, thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.